Day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, we got a semifinal here tonight. OU and Seton Hall in the ESPN Events Invitational. And then it's out to Lubbock for the uh, big showdown tomorrow night, Sooners and Red Raiders. Uh, Drake, we're going to push pause on three predictions for OU Texas Tech because I am being joined live now here in Orlando by Seatbelt himself, the great Kevin Henry. Good morning, Kev. Good morning, T. Rowe. How are you? I'm good. Can you hear yourself okay? I can. Drake, are you happy with Kevin's levels? Uh, a little bit, a little bit more juice for a little Kevin. more juice, Kevin. Okay. How's that, Drake? That's better. There I we like go. That. I think he's gonna like that. Great. What'd you think last night? You know, I thought the guys played played good. It was a uh, tough game. I mean, the guys really battled, especially early on. I mean, Nebraska jumped out on them early. They made shots. They did exactly what they wanted to do. But after the first or second media timeout, you could see the Sooners were finally, you know, kind of coming into their own a little bit on the defensive end. They were, you know, locking down the shooters. The, Nebraska has shooters. I mean, they have guys that can make shots, especially from three. Did a great job on them. And then Greasel, they, they held him out of the paint. They, they didn't let him get downhill and get into the paint, let him back you in. A six, seven point guard's always tough to deal with. And they did a good job of keeping him out of the paint, making the big guys do stuff for Nebraska. And those two big guys, I mean, they're good. They're big and strong. But they didn't, they didn't do anything. You really didn't hurt them offensively. Now, the rebounding, you got to tighten up on the boards. I mean, you lost the, the rebounding battle by 12. And that's something you gotta you got to make sure you, you get in front of tonight, especially against Seton Hall. But um, I, I thought the guys did well. They and offensively made shots. I mean, yeah. you know, like Plank says, Captain Obvious or whatever. I mean, you make shots, you win basketball games. But Well, they haven't done that yet this year. That's right. They haven't been a good three-point shooting team this year. So and that the, was great to see. Yeah, to come out hot and make shots, that was great. Um, I have not yet heard from the Big 12 office today. Uh so fo- so far, I do not believe I've been suspended for tonight's game after the uh, tirade on Doug Sermons last night. But and it was right; in, he was right in front of us when you it were telling. Intentionally, <laughs> intentionally, he's standing right in front of me when I'm telling him how horrible of a call that was. <laughs> I watched it back last night; even worse. <laughs> Drake, did you see the call last night? Uh, the flop call on Jacob Groves. Uh, I did not uh, see it. I did hear your reaction to it, though. <laughs> we got Doug Sermons on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, whenever, oh, my God. Whenever I heard you mention that, I think you mentioned it in pregame. I was like, oh, no. Because yeah. like, I know your attitude is like basically 
OU is essentially over the century against Doug Sermons. Yeah. It's not just me. It's everybody in the arena as soon as Doug Sermons walked <laughs> out went, oh, no. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I feel like, Kev, that here we are now five games into the year. We had uh, so many new pieces this year. And those first two or three games especially, there was a whole lot of, all right, what's my role? What's your role? Uh, who's taking the shot in this situation? All that kind of stuff. And it, that's starting to get figured out now. Like, Sherfield's getting a little more selfish, the good selfish, in end-of-shot-clock situations. Tanner is getting a little more comfortable with where he can get shots off of Sherfield. Jacob Groves is just blossoming. and Jalen Hill. Jalen is figuring out, you know, a little more where he fits. It feels like – and some of those guys may not like where they're fitting in right now. Like, I'm – we had a question about Joe Bamisil earlier in the show. Pretty much a non-factor last night for him. Maybe today we'll see. But I think it, it it's starting to maybe make sense for everybody how this team's going to look. I think you're right, and it does take time. And those things evolve. And even, you know, when you get into conference play, you see some, t- some teams will even evolve even more. And so early on, you've got to find those fits. And I think from – Tanner and Jacob Groves' position from being newcomer or returners on this team, and even Jalen Hill to a certain extent, a newcomer, but just playing a new role with a new staff and things. Those guys have to be the leaders that this team needs. They have to be go-to type players. And and I, I said it last night. I thought I think Jacob Groves has been the most consistent player on the team. He's not been the best, but he's been the most consistent. Um, you know, throughout these first few games, and so it's good to see those guys. And then. Grant Sherfield is such a good player, and he has to have the ball in his hands. We ask him to do a lot uh, on this team, not only distribute and ball handle and, and be the point guard, but he has to be the scorer, and, and maybe some nights he'll be the leading scorer, which is fine, but he just has, everybody has to know that. And so when the, when the clock gets low, you mentioned you know end of shot clock situations, he has to be the guy that's going to say, I'm going to take this shot. Everybody knows I'm taking this shot, so get ready to go rebound. He's just so solid. I mean, he's not, like, going to make the wow play. It just he's not going to – what is it, 16 assists and three turnovers in the last two games for him. Um, just rock solid. Did you watch the end of the Seton Hall-Memphis game? I did. How about that? It's crazy. It's not March yet. I told you <laughs> it's not March. It felt like it yesterday. I know. These guys are making their, their big shots in tournament-type situations. You banked the, it in. The crowd's going crazy. It's, it's really neat. What do you think about Seton Hall? Man, I mean, they're they're big, they're long, they're athletic. I mean, when you you see those guys, you talk about the first one off the bus. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a lot of those guys that you want to. be. They got the, f- the better looking team of the two tonight, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> they do, they do. But that's okay. I mean, I thought Nebraska, in some ways, had the better looking team. They're big. Yeah. Um, and you're playing basketball, you need big guys. But you know, it's what what can those big guys do, and 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 how do they impact the game? Now, the Sooners got to rebound. If they don't rebound, they have no chance. But if they can rebound the basketball and hang with them, and, and then obviously the three-point shot is just so huge in, in the college basketball game, and uh, if they can make those shots, they'll have they'll give themselves a solid chance. This is a game that could – I don't know if we've said that this, yet, this year. This is a game that could help the resume because uh, Seton Hall is a – Bubble NCAA tournament team right now, according to Lonardi. I think the last one he had out had him in. I mean, who knows? It's early in the year. But is it, it is a team that is expected to potentially be an NCAA tournament team. 
So a win over these guys, especially if they could go on then in the Big East and have a really good year, could look good on OU's resume. Well, and here's the thing. Yes, you're right. You're definitely right. But every game helps you because what you do yeah, is as a right. team, as a team, you build confidence off of wins. And so you got to, no matter who it is, and no matter if they're, they're, they look good on the schedule or not, you have to build confidence. And this group needs it. Um, you know, coming being so close last year, these guys understand how important wins are, and every one of them can make a difference. I do think Oklahoma is better fit for a situation like this tournament this year than they were last year. I think they're a deeper team than last year. Um, remember, Goldwire just had such a problem late in games with cramping, and you got you were at Myrtle Beach with Chad last year. And he had to leave late in that championship game, and they it, it cost him. And uh, I know Bama still didn't give him much, but he can help them. Uzan, Owe, uh, who am I not thinking of? Bijan. I mean, Bijan well. was great last yeah. night. Yeah. So I think they got more bodies that Porter trusts this year that will help them in a three games in four days situation. In in year two of Porter being here, I think he's he's even figuring out things about his team and the personnel and who he can use, when he can use them. And Joe's new. Joe Bamasil is going to be a good player. I mean, he's a guy that can definitely score the basketball. He didn't shoot it well last night, of course. But um, the biggest thing for Joe is to be able to guard. And when you're in games with, with a guy like him and you're in a, a up-and-down athletic-type matchup, you have to have people like Joe Bamasil in the game because he's so athletic. He's one of your athletes yeah. on the team. you got to have him out there. Now, he's got to tighten up on the defensive end. He gets turned inside out more often than not. So he's got to really get down and learn Porter's defensive style and his where he wants him on the floor. But offensively, that's just confidence, and he'll make shots. Tonight could be a good game for him. This matchup could be good. good. You're right, though. It feels like when he gets out there, he's like, I may not be in very long, so I better get some shots up. He's like rushing everything a little bit right now. And that's not the attitude to have, and it's no. hard. You know, human nature, you always want to do well when you get in there and, you, and that sort of thing. But um, he's just got to be solid, and, and it starts in practice. And I think he's getting better. He's making some strides. You know, watched him here since we've been here. He's making strides. It just takes time. And when you're new and you're, you're upperclassmen like that, you come in, it's, it's going to take him a little bit of time. But I, I have total confidence in him. I know he can shoot the basketball. I've seen him make shots. It's just that, like I said, the defensive side of the, of the ball. All right, tip-off tonight expected to be around 7 o'clock Central Time. It's the last game of the day, so we'll see if it's on time or not. But that's the expected tip, which means Kevin will join me for pregame coverage tonight at – 6.30 across the Sooner Radio Network. Thanks, bud. Have a good day. Are you going to shoot around today or hanging out here? Or what I, th are you doing? I think the guys are going to shoot around, walk through-ish here. Here? Okay. Yeah, instead of going over to the arena. I think they'll just stay here. They stayed here yesterday. And, you know, when you have these tournaments, these back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back games and stuff like that, it's no need wearing yourselves out driving got over some there. some goals here and stuff, or they just walk through? On walk the, through, tape, tape okay. on the, the ballroom floor. The old school way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. Thanks for stopping by, man. You're, you're welcome. Appreciate it. Yep. Kevin, how about that, Drake? Kevin Henry live in the room in Orlando. What it a was, gift. It was like he was in the booth with me just now. He really, he literally was in the room with me, Drake. Is still in the room with me. Now, what time did he uh, tell his body to wake up? That was the question. What time did you ask. tell your body to wake up today, Drake wants to know? Got up at six, and then you said I could do more. I went back to sleep. Yep. yep, and he went. He did more, and he told his body that, and his body listened. Wow. Yeah. 
Some people are just made different, Drake. That's right. Hmm? Built different. That's right. Built different. All right. Uh, break time. When we come back, three predictions for OU and Texas Tech. Drake's take coming up as well. Into the hour this week's scene setter. Back after this. Hero in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Final hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. For the week, T-Row. Yeah. Yeah. Wheels up on a OEC football fiber. OEC Fiber Football Friday. I'll get that right at some point. Uh, this hour of the Theory on the Morning Show is brought to you by the great people at RK Black. They've been in business since 1952. 70 years, T-Row. Do you want to check that math? Is that track? Nope. You're all over it, my okay. man. Uh, we serving... marched it downfield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, serving small, medium-sized businesses in the state of Oklahoma and Kansas. So we've already gotten checked in by on the text line from the North Kansas area. Chances are RK Black, they serve you as well. Printers, scanners, faxes, even if you do a facsimile every once in a while, uh, they can help you out for all of your technology solutions for your office, for your small or medium-sized business. Give them a call at 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. I have not heard the word facsimile in a long time. How about that? Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Okay, a little bit of a long one here from the 918. Uh, it says here it's got a couple of predictions for this weekend. It says Sooners run pretty fast. Seton Hall slow plays. Sooners roll 77, Hall 66. Saturday, Sooners Tech. 32. Tech, Tech 24. Sooner D. Oh, that'd be great too. Two takeaways and score. Tanner Groves and company, too much for Seton Hall to handle. Sooners got the big guys down low. They took care of the seven-foot Husker center and three-point shots by the Sooners. Uh, did the Huskers play in with the big seven-footer yesterday, T-Row? That's a final part of that question. From I, um, I think tonight's a matchup of athleticism versus craftiness. Uh, Seton Hall's got the bigger, better-looking athletes, when they line up for the national anthem and you observe the two teams, Drake, you're going to say, that team looks better. But basketball is not about which team looks better, Drake. And I think Oklahoma might be the smarter, craftier team. So um, we'll see. Kevin's right. Keeping them off the offensive glass tonight will be a – Major part of this game. If you can force Seton Hall to be one and done, they'll take some bad shots, and Oklahoma's got a great chance to win this game. Don't let them go get easy ones on the offensive glass. Got dominated on the boards last night. First time all year they've lost the rebound battle. Got to keep Seton Hall off the offensive glass. If they do that, I think OU wins the game. Next up from the 5-3-9 again, uh, I thought Toby was going to get held back by security after that foul call last night. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Uh, it was terrible, Drake. Did you see the call? It was terrible. I didn't. It's a technical foul now. When you flop, 
He takes a shoulder and a forearm to the chest. And instead of calling a charge, they gave a flop technical to Jacob Groves. Well, I'm telling you, Doug Sermons wakes up in the morning and says, who can I give a technical foul to today? Like, he just loves it. He's addicted to handing out technical fouls. Uh, yeah. I mean, now that he's got a new avenue to give technical fouls to, you know. Oh, that, yeah. That dream was, come true. That was just, like you said, dream come true for Doug Sermons this offseason. Could not have been, like, that's probably the one thing that makes Doug Sermons happy in yeah. general. Is That's what he's thankful he's, for. Yeah. Technical absolutely. fouls. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 501 checking in from the Little Rock, Arkansas area. Hey, fellas. Happy Black Friday. We've started putting A1 on our Philly cheesesteak sandwiches. Let's go. That's from Jeff in Arkansas. Okay. maybe That's interesting. I'll have to try that. T-Row, please have a good meal today and maybe a nap before the game if possible. Some of the textures are wearing on you. I will have a nap today. 100% guaranteed. Because my flight leaves at 5.30 tomorrow morning. So it's going to be basically straight from the arena after the game tonight to the airport. It's going to be a short night, which uh, means uh, a little nappy poo at some point today for me, Drake. Oh, a little nappy poo. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got, I think this is the last uh, contestant left on the mountain. Tanya C. checking in. Okay. She wants... The Miami Dolphins, which means, T-Row, Dolphins win and a Jets loss? Uh, No, a Jets win Jets and win a Dolphins, and a Dolphins loss, loss. Yes, and it's over. Yeah. Mickey Worley's taking the Jets. Ryan Taliaferro and Tanya C. both taking the Dolphins. Final three left on the mountain. All of Ooh. the picks are in this week. Okay, Drake, uh, let's pause right there. Yep. I am ready to make my three predictions for OU Texas Tech. Now, let me remind you how this works, Drake, because you're new to the show. Uh-huh. I will make the pick. I will then repeat the pick uh-huh. prediction. And then at that point, if you'd like to comment on the prediction, you can. Uh, I am red hot. So here we go. Prediction number one, three predictions, OU Texas Tech. Prediction number one, Marvin's biggest night. Prediction number one, Marvin's biggest night. Man, do they need it too? As far as just the passing game, you'd love stunned him with that it. pick. Mm. Prediction number two. You'd love three to predictions. See it. Big night from Marvin. Woo! Prediction number two. Two or more more interceptions. OU's been on a roll in takeaways. They had four picks against OSU. They got fifteen of them now on the year. At least two more interceptions for the OU defense. Man, uh, hopefully we get that 97-yard interception return by C.J. Colden that steals his uncle. That'd be great. Ooh, That'd be great. That would be. Ooh, man. Prediction number three, three predictions. OU Texas Tech prediction number three. Schmitty, season long. Schmitty, season long. Now, what's his long for the season? It's like, is it 51? 44. Oh. He has missed a couple of 50-yard tries, and uh, 44 is his season long. What I'm telling you is I think he's going to do better than that tomorrow night, Drake. Good. Good. Uh, Now, it it was a – 
I think it was a 54-yarder in Morgantown, wasn't it? They missed it. He left yeah, it short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prediction number four, Drake. Braden Willis. Where there's a Willis, there's a way. Braden Willis, touchdown. Braden Willis, touchdown. Now, you just shortened it. Now, is it? No, I'm just saying a clever. Oh, okay. Where there's a Willis, oh, okay. there's a way. Okay. I'm just okay. saying. Okay. Braden Willis, touchdown is the prediction. Okay. Okay. Right. And, and there's uh, here's another prediction for you. On that same play, you get a Teddy Lehman. Whoa. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like you adding in predictions on top of my That's predictions. Right. That's good. It's all about the layers. Uh, we want seven layers of predictions to you. Prediction right. addendums by Drake. All right. And prediction number five of three predictions, OU Texas Tech. Here we go. Prediction number five. Gabe Eichert will have a verbal altercation with a Texas Tech fan during Saturday night's game. It won't even be during Saturday night's game. It'll be before Saturday night's game. Before counts. At some point, Gabe will flip on his mic and tell us the story of him putting a Texas Tech fan in their place. Perhaps he has been hit upside the head with a tortilla Uh or a battery or just words of dishonor. And uh, hopefully it is not a close game because we will hear the uh, notion that we almost always hear on the road from Gabe off the air. Well, hopefully OU wins this game because if they rush the field, I've been talking trash to a lot of fans (laughs) in the stands. Prediction number five, Gabe Eichard will have a verbal altercation with a Texas Tech fan. There you go, Drake. Three predictions for OU Texas Tech. What do you think? Uh, all the ingredients minus Gabe Eichard uh, getting into a verbal altercation with a fan. Uh, all the ingredients to hopefully a sooner victory. So, I like it. We shall see. We yeah. shall see. Now, um, are you ready for Drake's take? Yeah. Okay. Give it to us. Um, uh, no TJ's gut, apparently. He has not chimed in from Mexico, which means the floor is yours, Drake. What is Drake's take for OU Texas Tech? Uh, normally, TJ's gut, it's Drake's take today. It's brought to you by Champion Home Loans. Great rates, low fees, and a winning experience. Give him a call at 405-716-4565 or visit winwithchampion.com to apply today. Come home a champion today with Champion Home Loans. Uh, You know, I've got a little bit of mixed feelings. One might say a wintry mix of feelings on this game tomorrow. Um, We've got all types of things in the gut today that is uh, some dressing, some mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. some gravy, some turkey, <laughs> everything. There's a lot going on in uh, there. Some uh, pecan pie. I don't know how I feel about this game. It kind of feels like Texas Tech for a year has been, since the schedule came out, Joey McGuire has said, okay, this game, circling it on the schedule. He's even, even said – we're going to tear down the goalposts and then just start the renovations on yeah. the Tear end down zone. the whole south end zone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel wonderful about this game, but I do think that we have 
what it is that we've seen quite a bit with OU. We have another close game on the road. I feel like what we saw this last weekend, the OU defense certainly has turned the corner. Um, I feel like OU puts together enough offensively with Tech's best defensive player off the field in Tyree Wilson. I say OU goes in, wins 30-21. to 21. Hmm. 30 to 21, I'll take that. 30 to 20. You have uh you have um you have reason for skepticism. Uh perhaps even fear. However, you believe in the end the Sooners will pull it out. That's right. That's right. Yeah, uh that's right. I have I have every every reason to kind of have a little bit of doubt but at the end of the day it is texas tech it is the place that gave us mule shoe as uh, mike steely pointed out last hour um i feel like it's a game you really want to win hey, guess what tiro at oklahoma you want to win every game but you really yeah. want to win this one a lot rides on uh what your bowl destination is going to be um could turn yourself into the lock for the Liberty Bowl. So, we'll see. <laughs> Wouldn't lock. that be? Yeah. Wouldn't that be a thrill? Locking in um, for the Liberty Bowl. I I will uh, be I think there's a chance that uh, the atmosphere is uh, as we say south of electric on Saturday night. I I think the fans are excited OU's coming to town, but we're talking, you know, probably probably cold and uh students not back yet maybe from Thanksgiving break. Uh, and I know they want to beat Oklahoma. Everybody shows up to beat Oklahoma, but um, I'll be eager to see. If that place is full and rocking, I'll be impressed. I, I have a hunch that with a uh, couple of six and five teams going head-to-head and it's a cold night and it's Thanksgiving weekend, we might not be full and rocking, which uh, could work to OU's advantage. We'll see. All right, Drake's take officially 30-21 to 21 Sooners. We'll take a break. We'll empty out the text line when we come back, 405-651-3439. Air Comfort Solutions text line if you want to hit us up today. I'm live in Orlando with men's basketball. Back after this. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Draker, we got anything on the uh, high school football front tonight here on the ref? Uh, not on the airwaves, but uh, Deer Creek High School on KRFSports.TV <clears throat> still alive. So, um, 6A2, I think that's right. All right, very good. We've got Deer Creek tonight. Yeah, we're getting late. What is it, like a semifinals? Are we the semifinals yet? I don't know. Drake, Drake doesn't know. I don't know either. Uh, Sorry, what was that, t uh, I said, are we at semifinals at this point? Stillwater in Deer Creek tonight is yes. a great game. I believe it's the semifinals. Bishop McGinnis and McAllister, that's a good one. Bixby and Jinx tonight. Oh, man. Um, Heritage Hall, Vertigris, Owasso, and Union tonight. Uh, Big-time games across the state of Oklahoma as high school football 
nears its crescendo. All right, Drake, let's empty out the text line. What are people saying out there today? Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, at least we finally won a game with Doug Sermons calling the game. Boomer Sooner. Oh, boy. It, was, it wasn't easy, but that's true. We did. Uh, Heinz 57 is the way to go from Camo Sooner. You know, uh, to each his own preference-wise, I don't mind Heinz 57. I just prefer A1. No judgment from you, though. No, of course not. Yeah. Drake, we live in a free country. Absolutely. Put on your steak whatever you want to put on your steak. I don't care. It's your steak. Yeah. You want nothing? That's Leave fine. mine alone. You want A1 sauce? Do to yours whatever okay. you want. Heinz 57? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Nobody goes around to your hamburger and goes, oh, you like mustard? Oh. I don't know. There's a little bit of judgment if you put ketchup on a hamburger from me, but that's Mm. just me. (laughs) Um, Or on your hot dog. Let's see. Air Comfort Solutions text line. IVF man says, I am definitely in the Kevin Henry class of sleepers. I don't set an alarm and have odd wake-up times due to the early morning cases I have uh, at Mate. Uh, I, I think autocorrect might have got them there, but that's uh, IVF man. P.S. Going to miss our conversations at volleyball practice this yeah, year. Yeah, so IVF man, I think, is uh, is uh, the other dad I used to hang out with at uh, volleyball, club volleyball last year. Our daughters are on different teams this oh, year, so no. we don't get to hang out. Uh, so he's what he's saying there is he doesn't set an alarm, and he is able to mentally wake himself up whenever he needs to wake himself up which we have learned is, I guess, a thing. It seems like a magic trick to me. But there are apparently some people out there, and Kevin Henry is one of those, that, like, for example, tomorrow morning, Drake, I have a 5.30 flight. I'm going to get back to the hotel room. That's Eastern time, okay? I'm going to get back to the hotel room tonight around 11, 11.30 after the game. I have to be at the airport, what do you think, for a 5.30 flight? I should probably be there by 4, you think? Somewhere around there? Yeah, uh, Orlando Airport, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, the earlier the better at that airport. Okay, let's say 4. Yeah, four, 4 is probably good. So up, shower, pack, 3 o'clock alarm maybe, something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, so I re- recap. In bed 11.30, I need to be up at 3 to catch a flight because I'm calling the OU Texas Tech game tomorrow night. You understand missing this flight is not an option, Drake. Failure is not an option, gentlemen. What I am to understand is Kevin Henry, IVF uh, doctor, all of these, uh, Bob Prisbillo says he's in this camp too. None of those people would need to set an alarm. They would go to sleep at 11.30. And say, hey, brain, wake me up at 3. And just fall asleep knowing full well that their brain will wake up at 3 o'clock. And even though the risk of potential firing is at stake here, Drake, they would just risk it and uh, say, eh, I don't need an alarm. That's what we're led to believe. And apparently that's the case for some people out there. They just don't need alarms. 
Meanwhile, I will I, set an alarm, yeah. and I will still not sleep very well because mm-hmm. I'm afraid that alarm's not going to go off. Yeah. I'll, here's what I'll do tonight. I will set an alarm, and I will also order a wake-up call just to double, double bag it, make sure that I wake up. But these magicians out there that live amongst us don't need that, Drake. It's amazing. I, I just cannot for the life of me understand it because you know my morning routine, because we've talked about it before in terms of how it is that I have to be woken up, especially for earlier hours. I have to have staggered alarms. I'm still going to hit snooze a couple times. The people that are able to just be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and tell myself to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and I'll be fine. No problem. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it's a gift. I wish I functioned like that, but I just know I, I don't. It's a gift. I just don't know if I fully believe it or not. Yeah. It just seems so unrealistic. It's, it's far-fetched to me. But, mm-hmm. you know, hey, if you're able to do that uh, or you're just uh, living a lie this entire time, you know, power to you either way. Now, what else you got? Uh, Mustang Casey checking in. When I saw it on live TV, I thought it was a flop. The replay from under the basket was a much better angle. That's Mustang Casey. Mm. You sound unconvinced. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was not a flop. <laughs> uh, do we have? A, we'll check in with Chris Blank. I'm sure he's talked to um, our weather expert at OU as far as oh, just yeah. asking for a weather update for tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sure he's been uh, talking with Dr. Clazel. Uh, is it just me or does Mike Leach sound a lot like Nick Nolte in that soundbite? Yeah, I can hear that, especially Nick Nolte the last, like, 15 years. Sounds like he's aged about 45, so. We marched it downfield. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Give me one more. One more. Uh, do you think the refs razz each other in the locker room when they make a bad call? That was yes. really bad, uh, like uh, Sermon has done in front of millions of viewers regularly. I do think refs, um, you know, just like any of us do, talk to each other, tease each other, uh they they have each other's back when they're on the court. Obviously, that's the mission. But I think when they get back to the locker room, they do talk amongst themselves or in the car ride to the airport or whatever about, man, I don't know. You really blew that call, you know, or whatever. I, I do. Yeah, I think that goes on. Absolutely. All right, break time. Uh, Chris Plank will be journeying out to Lubbock today. He'll join us live when we come back to wrap up a Friday edition of the T-Row in the Morning Show live from Orlando. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Hot off the press, we have just received word from TJ's gut. Quote, as far as the game, the gut is feeling great. I think OU wins big 42-20. to 20. That's breaking news from TJ's gut. 42-20. Sooners win. Final segment brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. It's the crossover. And we welcome in now my hero, Chris Plank. Good morning, Plank. <laughs> hero. 
please tell me you were tuned in for the and, – and, again, I apologize for not getting to listen earlier, so you, I'm sure you've been all over this. I was, I was uh, working a side gig this morning. Please tell me you saw the end of the Iran-Qatar game. Yes. Or not no, Iran-Wales. Uh, Iran, uh, Iran, yes. Yep. I saw it. Yep. Yeah. I was, I was awesome. hope, hoping for a tie, but Iran winning, not a bad result for the U.S. Exactly. Exactly. So, I'm going to experience something today that I've never experienced before, Toby Rowland, and I'm actually kind of excited about it. Speaking of your beloved, I am going to listen to an entire soccer match for the first time maybe in my life. Because usually uh, I'm watching, right? But yeah. today with the uh, travel, I'm, gonna, I'm tuning in. I don't know what the U.S. soccer radio network is like, and I don't even know if that's a thing, but I am here for some soccer play-by-play on the roadie down to Lubbock. Let's go. So I have caught a little bit of World Cup radio, and uh, it's on the Fox if you have Sirius XM. Uh, 83, I think that is, on Sirius XM. That's correct. In between Mad Dog and ESPNU, T-Row. Go ahead. <laughs> and... Uh, they are just simulcasting the TV broadcast, I believe. What? Oh, yeah. man, are you serious? Best I could tell, that's what they were doing. But I could be wrong. For U.S., they may do a full radio broadcast. I'm not sure. Does Andrew speak Spanish? Could we find a Spanish broadcast and just have him translate for me? Uh, maybe. Uh, but and there, there is an ESPN. There is an FC channel a soccer right. channel like 157 or something like that they may be carrying a broadcast channel 153 no, i'm just kidding i have no idea honestly <laughs> i think it's 157 andrew by the right. way is a fantastic soccer play-by-play guy i don't really? know if people know this about shep shep calls the mid-america christian soccer games and they do a live stream play-by-play of their games he's their play-by-play guy and he is really good like legitimately yeah. really good so maybe you could just get him to watch the stream and right. do play-by-play for you in the car. I don't mind that. That might be fun. And I, and I can give him from my vast experience of the uh, women's soccer game I got to call on radio two and a half years ago. It was so good. We haven't done it since. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can give him tips along the way. Yeah. <laughs> So what's your plan uh, yeah, today? No, Give, lay out for us your uh, itinerary today. Well, uh, the Plank Show hits the air now. Uh, Josh and I will take you up until about uh, 11.30, Josh Helmer, if you're listening. 11.30, then we're going to take a little mini mobile. Plank Show, you know, it's very famous for its mobile Mondays. Go talk uh-huh. to BV, pick up our car from Fowler, and then on the road to love it. All right. Please be careful today in the weather. It's all oh, the Lubbock weather. Got good play completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be, gonna be fun a, when we get down there. <laughs> it's going to be a bad weather day between here and uh, Lubbock, so please be careful, and I look forward to driving home with you after the game tomorrow night, my friend. Let me know how it Let's goes with it. BV. Will do. Will do. See you, Toby. Have a great call tonight. Thanks to uh, Chris Plank. Thanks to Kevin Henry for joining us today. Steely's uncle. All you fine folks for listening as well. Basketball tonight, 7 o'clock Central Time, 6.30 pregame for OU Seton Hall. Football tomorrow night in Lubbock. Enjoy OU Texas Tech, everybody.
to pass. Gabriel looks in zone, throws in zone. He's got a man. Bam! Back to the air. Intercepted. It's Jonah Laulu. Hit as he throws. Picked off. Bowman. Throws across the middle. High. Intercepted. Intercepted in the end zone. Redmond's got him. And he throws him down like a red goal. With a dominant defensive drubbing over the Payne County Cowboys in the rear view. Tonight, the regular season ends where the West begins. Saddle up. The Hub City has hosted many a wild nights on the High Plains. BV's boys and Joey's marauders may very well be headed for another. Can the resurgent Sooner D ride to another win over the double T? We're about to find out. Look in zone. Throw in zone for Stoops. He caught it. Oh, mama. It's time for the 2022 regular season finale. It's the Oklahoma Sooners and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Here we go. Live from Jones AT&T Stadium in Lubbock, Texas. This is Sooner Football. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. 